to you, O Lord. Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, how often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, seventy-seven times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his lord ordered him to be sold, together with his wife and children and all his possessions, and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him, saying, Have patience with me. I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the lord of the slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, Pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, Have patience with me, and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw that what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I have had mercy on you? And in anger, his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my Heavenly Father will also do to every one of you, if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise you, Lord. Oh, <laughs> 
people together in a way that benefits the group? The truth is, we do a lot of work. We divide. What good at dividing? We divide our cultures or race or sexual preference or communities for ourselves. We pass judgment on others for ourselves. We spread gossip about, about others for ourselves. We look down on those who are weak in faith or of other faith backgrounds to make ourselves look better. Yes, we are saved by grace. And if we rush by others, push them aside, and make it all about us, that we are fine because we are righteous God. We just make it, as Martin Luther would call it, cheap grace. Grace that has no value beyond some. Or even for ourselves. Martin Luther was a guy who was hard on himself. He was certain that he could never be made right with God. Luther would physically whip himself every day as a punishment for not being good enough in God's sight. And let's just say, Luther is not a man who should be put on pedestals. Because he wasn't, he was a man. And that's kind of He's a smart man. But Martin Luther was really good at casting judgments upon other people. He was very critical on, on salvation. But Martin Luther also lived in the 1500s when the plague was going around. Death was everywhere. And people were really concerned about what is going to happen in salvation. Which is why Martin Luther needed to understand grace as a vital part of who God is. He needed to figure out from where salvation comes. And he fell upon Romans and things changed. Luther studied and studied this book. And it is where, where uh, all things Luther from. It was Romans that showed Luther a deeper understanding of grace. It is the same book that caused him to look at the rest of the Bible differently. Because he saw that grace is nothing you can work for. Or maybe you can give a little bit more in the collection plate that more will be yours. But Luther was quick to say this is a gift given to each of you. And think about that, think about the gift that you may never have asked for, that you didn't even know you needed, and here it is before you with a beautiful ribbon, bow, or attachment. You didn't know you needed, but God did. Romans is a beautiful book that opens us to things we never imagined. It is filled with points about how to 